Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Russia demands Ukrainian forces surrender in Mariupol. Ukrainian refugees testing limits of capacity in Europe. And Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas hospitalised for infection. It's Monday, March 21. I'm Anthony Davis. Russia on Sunday gave Ukrainian forces a deadline of 5 a.m. Moscow time to lay down their arms in the eastern port city of Mariupol, where Moscow said a terrible humanitarian catastrophe was unfolding. Lay down your arms, Colonel General Mikhail Mizensev, the director of the Russian National Center for Defense Management, said in a briefing distributed by the Defense Ministry. A terrible humanitarian catastrophe has developed, he said. All who lay down their arms are guaranteed safe passage out of Mariupol. Mariupol has suffered some of the heaviest bombardments since Russia invaded Ukraine on February 24th. Many of its 400,000 residents remained trapped in the city with little, if any, food, water and power. Misenstev said humanitarian corridors for civilians would be opened eastward and westward out of Mariupol at 10 a.m. Moscow time today. Russia and Ukraine have traded blame for the failure to open such corridors in recent weeks. Misenstev claimed Russia was not using heavy weapons in Mariupol. He said Russia had evacuated over 59,000 people out of the city, but that 130,000 civilians remained as effective hostages there. He said 330,686 people had been evacuated from Ukraine by Russia since the start of the operation. The Mariupol City Council said on its Telegram channel late on Saturday that several thousand residents had been deported to Russia over the past week. Authorities in the Ukrainian city have said Russian troops have forcibly deported several thousand residents to Russia as reports emerge that Russian forces bombed an art school in the city where 400 people were taking shelter. The claims of deportations has not been independently verified, but the council's statement is one of several reports about Mariupol residents being taken to Russia, where authorities have referred to refugees arriving from the strategic port. An official feared they could be used as forced labour. In his latest appeal for help from abroad, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky addressed the Israeli parliament by video link and questioned Israel's reluctance to sell its Iron Dome missile defence system to Ukraine. Officials in Central Europe voiced concern on Sunday that they were reaching capacity to comfortably house some of the nearly 350 million refugees who have fled Ukraine since Russia's invasion and are now camped in temporary accommodation. 
Most of the Ukrainians have arrived at border points in Poland, Slovakia, Romania and Hungary, data compiled by the UN Refugee Agency shows, putting pressure on European Union countries now attempting to shelter them. Czech Interior Minister Vit Rakusin said the government would seek to extend a state of emergency to deal with the influx, with officials trying to relocate new arrivals to cities outside the capital Prague to ease the pressure. The Czech parliament also approved three laws this week, making it easier for Ukrainian refugees to access work, health insurance and allow schools to raise class capacities. In Poland, whose Ukrainian community of around 1.5 million is the region's largest, refugees waited in line for a third day in front of the national stadium, temporarily turned into an administration office to register new arrivals. Warsaw officials say this has increased the Polish capital's population of 1.8 million by 17%. With men of conscription age obliged to stay and help defend Ukraine, mostly women and children have entered the European Union. Newly arriving refugees described panic during their escapes that included shelling and shooting overhead by Russian forces as they fled their cities and began long journeys to safety. U.S. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas was admitted to a hospital in Washington on Friday after experiencing flu-like symptoms and was diagnosed with an infection, the top court said on Sunday. 73-year-old Thomas was being treated with intravenous antibiotics. His symptoms were abating and he is expected to be released from the Sibley Memorial Hospital in a day or two, the court said. The Supreme Court, which is set to be in session today, said that Thomas will participate in the consideration and discussion of cases through briefs, transcripts and audio of the oral arguments. A court representative said earlier this year that all nine justices were fully vaccinated against COVID-19 and had received booster doses. An increasingly right-wing conservative and one of two black men to have served on the Supreme Court, Thomas is the longest serving of the current justices. He was nominated by President George H.W. Bush in 1991 to fill the Supreme Court vacancy created by the retirement of Liberal Justice Thurgood Marshall, the first black justice on the court. Meanwhile, the American Bar Association said on Friday that Katanji Brown-Jackson is well-qualified, its highest rating, to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court ahead of her confirmation hearings next week, which would make her the first black female to ascend to the court. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Hello everyone, my name is Tom Kearns and I host the Anglo-Saxon England podcast, where I cover the history and culture of England from the departure of the Romans in the 5th century to the Norman Conquest in 1066. So far we've surveyed the collapse of Roman rule in Britain, the migration of the Anglo-Saxons and the history of Northumbria from its beginnings in the mists of legend to its destruction at the hands of Viking raiders in the 9th century. I hope you'll come and give it a go.